You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Orange and Blue Blood, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. But um, let's, uh, let's shift gears here in the next Speaking of familiar faces like Jeff Van Gundy, the Knicks will be seeing a, a familiar face when they take on the Trailblazers in Portland on Tuesday to wrap up the West Coast trip. Um, former Nick Cam Reddish, who's been averaging a 13.6 points a game and 46% shooting since joining the Trailblazers. Um, he was asked about his time in New York and what went wrong. Reddish had this to say. He said, quote, it had nothing to do with basketball. It was all the politics and all the favoritism. So, a very pointed words from Cam Reddish regarding why his Knicks tenure did not go well. He was acquired last season by the Knicks for Ke- uh, Kevin Knox and a protected first round pick, but only played sparingly in New York. The the Knicks included Reddish in a trade package that landed them Josh Hart, who we'll talk about a little bit uh, in a couple of minutes here. But meanwhile, the, the Blazers, uh, they've wrapped a brutal six game road, road trip. They lost to New Orleans Pelicans. 121-110. They had a 40-burger from Trey Murphy in that game on Sunday. The Blazers are now on a three-game losing streak, six games below 500. Knicks last played the Blazers on November 25th. Portland beat the Knicks 132-129 in that one. So let's start with this Cam Reddish commentary because it got a lot of attention on social media. Um, do you buy Cam's explanation about what went wrong in New York, that it was all favoritism and not basketball? No. Um, <laughs> point blank. I mean, uh, you know, listen, the NBA is a business. If you're, if you can help a team win, uh, you're going to find a way to get on the floor. I don't, I don't have the quote. I didn't waste my time to dig for it, but I'm sure if you go back and, and look at what he said after leaving Atlanta or when he requested a trade from Atlanta, it was probably the same thing. The head coach doesn't like me or the front office favors somebody oh, else. Yeah. Um, even though the, the the Hawks spent a top 10 pick on him, even though the Knicks spent a first round pick on him, um, if you have the ability and the talent and teams are that invested in you, um, they're going to find a way to put you on the court and sink or swim. Um, the Knicks played better um, when they went to the nine man rotation. Part of that um, was not was removing Reddish from the rotation. Uh, we know yeah. about the Knicks record pre and post that that decision. Um, again, he had an opportunity, especially due to injuries with Grimes at the start of the season, to really establish himself as a consistent rotation player. Didn't make the most of that opportunity. Um, and even more so, um, if you hear things behind the scenes, it's not just on game days because he comes to play on game days. It's his preparation. Um, it's the way he uh, competes in practice. Um, you know, he's not one of those guys that's going to show up early every game, you know, every day and leave late. Um, you know, it's this the, the NBA, especially for role players. Um, is about kind of finding your niche. And, you know, I think just this season and this particular Knicks team, 
Cameron Reddish is, uh, you know, on paper, uh, uh, you know, a better basketball player than Deuce McBride. He's longer. Uh, he's more athletic. He's, uh, you know, he's taller. These, these are very, he's, you know, these are very important characteristics for, for an NBA yeah. basketball player. Um, but McBride, you know, is, a, you know, one of those guys that's a quote unquote superstar in his role. McBride relishes playing 12 minutes a night, whereas Reddish view, would view that as, you know, he's that's not worthy of him. You know, he's, he's a guy that should be starting, that should be taking 19 shots a night. Um, and in order to excel in the NBA, unless you're one of the, you know, the preeminent talents in the league, um, you know, if you're, you know, the DeMarcus Cousins talented um, and, you know, prior to the injuries, um, he was kind of by all by all accounts a knucklehead. But he was so right, gifted right. And, and, and so talented that he then the coach wasn't going to take him off the floor because he put up big numbers and, and helped yeah. his team win. Um, Reddish isn't there. Um, you know, so he's so he's got to figure out um, that just as much about the NBA, you know, for for guys on kind of on the on the periphery. Um, we've seen a lot of talented players not make their way back into the league and end up averaging 31 points a game somewhere in China. Um, and you can do that. You can make a lot of money playing overseas and get a house and a car and, and all that good stuff. But if you want to be in the NBA and stick around and, and, and make the big money, um, you got to excel in your role. Um, and Reddish hasn't, if it was just the Knicks that they, they kind of ran into a problem, but again, the Hawks were very happy to get rid of him, um, you know, after a, basically a year and a half after spending a top 10 pick on a guy that was a very highly recruited, highly recruited uh, athlete coming out of high school and, and during his one season at Duke. So um, I do not put a lot of, uh, you know, substance into uh, Cam, Cam Reddish bellyaching about not playing in New York. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, could they have not liked him and felt like, you know, there were other guys they wanted to prioritize, like maybe R.J. Barrett, who's playing ahead of him, and Wayne Grimes? Sure. But at the same time, what is your impact to winning when you do get on the court, when you do get opportunity? And we've seen now in multiple stops, including including Portland, that he doesn't have an impact in winning. He's been there now for three weeks, four weeks, and he only has four wins since he's been playing, you know, and getting a lot of minutes. He has games. I'm looking at his game log, 34 minutes. Uh, that was a 17-point loss to the, <laughs> to the uh, Sacramento Kings. Uh, you know, uh, 32 minutes against his other old team, the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, he shot nine for 17. That one had a big game, scored 25 points. That was an 18-point loss to the Atlanta Hawks. Um, you know, against Boston, he plays 34 minutes. Uh, they lose by 22 points. I mean, like Cam Reddish, you can be like he can be a talented player and also just not a winning player. And, and I think it's probably yeah. And, and the other thing is, this NBA is a small kind of community. Anybody in the league could have had him for a second round pick for a pair of second <laughs> round picks, and the fact that nobody did tells you a lot. Months ago, they could have had him um, for very very limited return on a young player, well of high pedigree, of a you know former you know a couple of years removed from a lottery pick, and and two teams have dumped him now, and no other team was was willing to uh, to roll the dice on him. Um, so I think that says a lot as well. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, in the fact that the Portland had to be incentivized to take him by giving up a first round, you know, getting a first round pick back. I mean, it, again, there's a lot going on here. So, like, and I think Cam has talent, and I think maybe if he goes yes. to the right situation, maybe he can develop into that guy. But do I think that he's that guy right now on a winning team? No, 
Like the Knicks, the proof is in the pudding. The Knicks benched him, did not play him. Um, there are moments where I think he should have probably got him when guys were hurt. But that nine-man rotation that they locked in was the right nine guys to play. We've seen the returns on that. So, you know, I, I can't he, look. He's got to feel how he's got to feel. Like I, I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't even blame him for feeling that there was favoritism and other things happening because he probably looks at what he can do on a basketball court and looks at you know guys like Grimes and, and Barron and some of these guys say, hey, I can do things that these guys can't do, and he's probably right. But do you still impact winning? Do you uh, show up on a night-to-night basis, on, on a practice-to-practice basis with the right yeah. mindset? Yes. Like, there are other things that make you a winning basketball player beyond just you being able to have the best package of moves or what's in your bag. Like, And, and those are the things that I think uh, Cam needs to continue to work on. I hope he gets it. I don't, I'm not rooting against him, but I don't, I don't buy this, oh, well, I only didn't play because they didn't like me. I don't buy it. A hundred percent. And last thing, and we'll move on. Um, yeah. The the start of him becoming that better player, that more successful player, is accepting responsibility for why two right. teams have dumped him, and him saying it's business. You know, a, a, a completely avoiding taking any responsibility for two failed marriages. You know, in his first two teams in the NBA, is not a good sign of you know, and, and again, a representative of why the Knicks and the Hawks probably wanted to move on. Yeah, I think part of I think part of it too is also because I think quite frankly, I think he thought the favoritism would go his way. Like the Knicks traded yeah, a first round pick for yep. him. So they thought he thought, oh, well, they're definitely gonna play him, right? So when the favoritism didn't go his way, he's like, All right, well, this is guy you politics against me. So yeah, but anyway, talking about this game, um, you know, keys to Knicks win. I mean, this is a Portland Trailblazers team that uh, I think they kind of they have in a little bit of an identity crisis right now. Like they're kind of tank, they're kind of not. Um, you know. Dame Lillard did not play in this uh, loss they had to the uh, to the uh, New Orleans Pelicans, so I, I don't know if he will be available for for this one. So I mean, the Knicks lost this team before. Uh, the Blazers are not necessarily a deep team, but they do have guys that can hurt you in Jeremy Grant and Anthony Simons. Uh, what do you think are keys to the Knicks winning this one? Yeah, the, the keys um, uh, certainly are going to be you know the injury report. Uh, we're going to yeah. find it out on uh, should be later. We're, we're recording this Monday afternoon. We should have Monday night. Uh, the teams should likely submit their injury report. Uh, first on Jalen Brunson, it sounds like he's not going to play. Um, Tibbs has uh, Woj reported um, during the broadcast, the pregame show on ESPN, that it's l- unlikely um, that um, Brunson will suit up Tuesday night uh, in Portland. Um, I have the and I have the tw- Tibbs quote here. Um, he was asked before the game. Uh, Tibbs did not provide a, a timetable. Uh, Tibbs quote: He'll just continue to do his treatments, and we'll see where he is um, when he's ready to go. He's ready to go. Um, so uh, let me say this. Jalen Brunson should not play Tuesday night against Portland. I don't care if he wakes up tomorrow morning and says, Coach, I'm 100% healthy. I've never felt better in my entire life. Jalen Brunson should not play tomorrow night in Portland. Yeah. Um, due to a quirk in the schedule, the Knicks don't play again until Saturday um, when they host the Nuggets at the Garden. Um, if Brunson sits out Tuesday night, tomorrow night's game, that will give him eight days. Um, you know, he, he played the first half of, of Friday's game. He'll have a full full week to rest. Um and uh, before he suits back up um, again, it's essential to think at the big picture at this point of the season. Um, you cannot be penny wise and pound foolish. You need a healthy Jalen Brunson to have any chance of winning a, a first round playoff series. Um, you need a Jalen Brunson as close to 100% healthy as possible. Um, so for that reason, I think they should sit him. Um, the Knicks also get a, you know, get a, fa- uh, a benefit of the, the Portland potentially sitting out Dame Lillard. Um, you mentioned he did not play Sunday night due to left calf soreness. Um, mm-hmm. 
again, we haven't we don't have an update on that situation. But again, um, the, the the Pacers are heading the wrong direction, riding a three game losing streak. Um, certainly on the outside of the play in picture, looking in, um, even if they were to get in the play in picture, um, Yusef Nurkic has you know played less than twenty minutes three straight games um, as yeah. he works his way back from injury. Played just ten minutes last night, was minus twenty in ten minutes. Um, if you're reading the tea leaves, it looks like. The Pacers are more concerned with ping pong balls. The uh, Blazers, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, are more concerned with improving their lottery position than than qualifying for the 10 seed out west. Even though that's still technically within play, um, they yeah. have to jump over teams playing better that are healthier. The Lakers, the Jazz, and, and all those other clubs. We know about the, the crazy grouping um, this late in the season. It's just, uh, so um, uh, the Knicks should win uh, Tuesday night, especially if Dame Lillard's not playing as a game. They'll likely be favored in um, by by quite a few points. So um, just in terms of talent. Um, but but the bigger picture, again, bigger picture, my main takeaway um, in looking ahead towards the Blazers matchup is make sure Jalen Brunson rests and, get, and gets a night off. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned, you know, the, their record during that time since that trade deadline. They've only won four games since then. So uh, there was a weird situation where <laughs> uh, coming off of the uh, all-star break, you know, they rested Damian Lillard, <laughs> which was raised a lot of eyebrows. The guy getting rest after the all-star break. Now, apparently there was a, a plane issue that Dame had and they didn't want to run him, rush him back out there. But you had an all-star break and then, you, you know, you don't, you get a rest game, a low management game for a team that's apparently supposed to be in the playing race. Seems very odd. So, yeah, the, the Blazers have been doing some funky stuff with uh, with their minutes and, and guys being available. So, um, so yeah, I think that this is a team that's not necessarily um, incentivized necessarily to, to try to win. I think that this is a team that's trying to, quote, unquote, look at their young guys and evaluate yeah. their talent. You know, those yeah. words we talk about when we get to tanking season. So, if you're the Knicks, you got to take advantage, you know. Um, like I said, I, I do watch this matchup between, you know, Grant and, um, and Randall. Um, Grant had a really good game in the game they played uh, way early in the season in November. And Grant generally a guy who plays very well against the Knicks for some reason. So um, he's always a guy to watch. But uh, for the Knicks, hopefully they, they come out with a little fire. And, you know, this is a revenge game for Josh Hart, too. I mean, he was traded, though. I'm sure he was perfectly fine being moved to a contender or at least a team that's going to be in the playoffs. So it's important for them I think, to, you know, show that, you know, they want to they show up for their guy, you know, and, and, and can support him in this game. And hopefully they uh, take care of business because I agree. I think that from a talent standpoint, um, the Knicks should beat this team. You know, there is Blazers without Lillard, especially essentially two main team with Simons, who's been in and out of line, in and out of line a lot as well this season, and Grant. And, and that's really it. North has been a little bit uh, inefficient or me, ineffective of late due to the injuries. So, Knicks should win this game. I, I think that they will, but uh, but we'll see. Knicks play uh, the, the Blazers uh, Tuesday night. Should be a good one out in Portland. 